name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As we uh, finish the end of the month of, of the blessed month of the Coptic month, month of Hatur, and enter into uh, the, the month of Kiyak, which is a well-known month in the Coptic Church with all the praises and all the preparation for the uh, nativity and glorification for, for, for the Lord uh, who came, became God, who became uh, man in flesh, and also uh, praising uh, Our Lady, the Virgin Saint Mary, for her uh, role in, 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 in that whole story. The last, month, the last week of the, of the month of Hatur talks about, uh, and if you remember, we've said that the, 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 the full month of Hatur talks about the gospel. We talked about the first, the first week, which is the blessing of the word of God, the fruit of the word of God, the second week. Last week was the trouble that comes with obeying the word of God, and this week is the reward that we get from listening and obeying the word of God. So those are the four weeks of the Coptic month of Hatur, and we end the, with that blessing, with the, with the reward that we get from, the following, from following the word of God. I'll stop at one of the verses of the gospel we just read today, St. Mark chapter 10 and verse 21 and 22. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, take up the cross, and follow me. And verse 22, but he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possession. You can see the paradox. A look of love from the Lord, inviting, encouraging, and it says that he loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, look of love, of, of, of encouraging, of fulfillment. And on the other hand, you see the paradox of the reaction of the man that he walked away with, sorrowful. Love, giving, caring, and a reaction that is fully opposite. And I look at this and look at ourselves and I see that this is a continuous pattern the Lord is always looking in love. And we, unfortunately and sadly, we always walk sorrowful. Because we don't want to obey. We don't want to accept and take that look that is full of love. And we walk away. But as we talk again today about the blessings of obeying the word of God, we have to take some time and look and listen and contemplate about that look of love. The look of love. He's looking. And the word itself is actually, he's, he's looking in his mind. He's scanning. He's gazing. Not just a, a normal look. But the look that is actually looks from a person from inside out. Looks upside down. Scanning the whole person. And it's a very, very personal look to this person. But on the other hand, we see that it says that he was sad at the word. The paradox of the love of God and the reward that God wants to give us, and on the other hand, the reaction from each of us, like, we know what to do, and we walk sorrowful. Three things I want to talk about real quick. Look of love. Look of desire to fulfill and to complete. And look of protection. And on the other hand, 
instead of taking the love, we walk sorrowful. Instead of taking the look of, of and the desire to fulfill and to complete, we keep walking in our own lacking and deficiencies. And instead of taking the look of protection, we walk away in need and walk away begging and asking the world to give us what he is offering by his personal look. It's amazing you see that that term of the Lord is looking at his people is repeated several times throughout the Old Testament. One of the examples in, in right before the story of the flood in Genesis 6, it says, And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. He looked and he saw what? Corruption. But we know that even with the flood, he came back and said, What? I will never destroy the world again. And I have my promise with you, a promise of life. He also, in Exodus 14, 24, says, It came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptian through the pillar of fire and troubled the host of the Egyptian. He looked at the enemy and said, I am willing to trouble the enemy, to give victory. He looked at the enemy and looked at devil and looked at the, all the powers that want to destroy and said, I can stop this. And finally, one of the beautiful verses in Isaiah 30, 63, 5, the Lord is saying, and I looked and there was none to help. There was no help. There was no salvation. The whole humanity is in need of help. I looked and saw that. And what did he do? It says, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore, my own arm brought salvation. When he looked and saw that there is a need, that there is no one to help, that there is no one to bring the whole humanity out of that misery, he said, my own arm, and the arm of the Lord is his son, Jesus Christ, who came for salvation. So what are we talking about today? We're talking again about what God has to offer and how we are responding to that. He wants to offer that blessings of obeying. We look at the reading today, the, 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 the Catholic epistle, epistle of St. Peter, and you see that it says that as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given us everything that we need in order to live a holy life. The look of love. In a time that we are all struggling, in a time that we see everything around us and we are so much in, in an anxiety and in despair and it's enough. And when are things going to come back again to normal? And here we see the promise of God that don't worry. I have given you everything. I've given you the precious. It says the divine power has given to you all things. And then he goes on, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises given us all the promises. Again, the look of love that I want to change. I want to rescue. I want to revive you. But what are you doing for me? Are you walking away sorrowful or you're actually coming and to submit? What should we do? What should we do? I think the, the, the Psalm of the Matin prayer, if you paid attention this morning, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful psalm. Cause me to hear your loving kindness. Cause me to hear your loving kindness. Because I cannot hear it myself. I cannot see your look at me myself. Cause me to see your loving look. 
Cause me to see your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk. What should I do? Three things. Look back. Anybody's looking at you if you go out and you're dealing with, with, with any kind of, of customer service. It makes difference when you see that the, the person is looking you in the eye. That means there is respect, there is communication. Look back. Don't avoid. When the Lord is sending you a message, look back to him. Don't say, you know what? I have my own life and I can deal with this on my own. Look back again to him. Number two is engage. Engage with whatever things that allow us to actually be always looking at that look of love instead of going sorrowful. Engage. Take an action. What is it that I need to do? Do I need to set a certain spiritual rule for myself? Go ahead and do it. Do I need to talk to a father of confession or a spiritual father for guidance? Go ahead and do it. Don't live on your own. The Lord is looking with a look of love and do walk away sad and sorrowful. Engage and take an action. Take an action of that. There's little that you can do, but be faithful with it. We say that it's too much and it's overwhelming and we cannot do anything. What is it that you can do? You can offer five minutes faithfully to the Lord. Go ahead and do it. And that five minutes will grow and grow and grow and grow. Allow him to do that. In the psalm of this liturgy, of the, of the liturgy itself, it, it talks about the same thing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not ourselves. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who had made us. We belong to him. So come and put yourself in front of him. Acknowledge that look of love and see, you know what? I really want to, 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 to engage. I want to look you back in the eye and say thank you. The Lord says that in the, in the Song of Songs. He said, show me your eyes. Show me your face. Look at me. Let me hear your voice. Allow me to see your face. I want to see your eyes looking back at me. When we're standing in the liturgy now, see that look of love reaching out as a personal look for every one of us. And look back and say, you know what? Pray this psalm, Psalm 100. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Have you ever seen a sheep enjoying the pasture and enjoying the love and the care of the, of the shepherd, that's us. In a time, again, that we are so much in need of that, don't run away from that look of love. Don't say that look of love is really harsh. And even if it's a look of life, I don't want it. I would rather go on with my own mind, with my own possessions, with my own life, even though I walk empty and sorrowful. He is offering himself. He's offering himself as the bread and the wine, the body and the blood for, as we call it, the, the, the medicine of immortality. Medicine of immortality. Come and partake and be engaged in that look of love and don't walk away sorrowful. Look back, engage, and take an action that we can enjoy that reward of obeying his word and not walk away sorrowful, empty, and begging for the world to give us something that he will never give us. To him the glory, now and forever, to the ages of all ages. Amen.